Hello everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of my podcast, Explore and Engage with Anam. This is the start of season 5. Just imagine when a woman who has led a life of abundance and happiness in her country of origin is brought to the United States in her old age. She lost her husband years ago and now she expects to live close to her son daughter-in-law, and grandchildren for the remainder of her life. Nothing can be of greater joy than being able to spend her final years close to her family. But instead, this woman is forced to sleep in a cold room without a proper warm blanket, and she is not given support as she struggles to walk to the bathroom. When she falls and gets severely hurt, she is not taken to the hospital. When days go by and the old woman, now extremely weak, keeps crying out in pain, no one helps her. Her son spends most of his day outside the home, and the daughter-in-law does not care what kind of pain the old woman is in. The grandchildren are busy with schools in their own lives. This elderly individual does not know that she can dial 911 and ask for help. Even if she can somehow reach for the phone, she does not have the sufficient English language skills to ask for help. Even if her cries and screams on the phone can alert the 911 dispatcher that there is an emergency, and even if they can track the phone call and show up at the house where the old woman is suffering, would she be able to explain to the emergency medical professionals how she got hurt and what kind of abuse she has been subject to? Would she be able to explain to the authorities that she has spent days being neglected by her own family members? What I have just told you is an example of elder abuse. I care deeply about the elderly, the senior citizens. Senior citizens are some of the most vulnerable people in our society. Unfortunately, elder abuse is a major issue. Abuse can be of many types, physical abuse, financial abuse, and also emotional or psychological abuse. Hitting, kicking, pushing, or slapping a senior citizen, it's abuse. Humiliating a senior citizen is abuse. Name-calling is abuse. Any behavior that causes an elderly individual to experience mental suffering or anguish, that's also abuse. Illegally taking away an elderly person's property or money through threats and coercion is abuse. Neglecting a senior citizen's basic needs involving food, water, clothing, and medical care is abuse. There are many forms of elder abuse. Elder abuse should never happen, but yet it does. It is a sad reality. There are a large number of cases of elder abuse. What is extremely shocking is that many cases of elder abuse are often not reported. So an elderly person may continue to suffer from abuse and neglect, but not report it or not be willing to report it, 
or perhaps not be able to report the abuse to the appropriate authorities. Now one may ask, why is that? What is the reason behind not re reporting abuse or neglect? What is the reason behind senior citizens not seeking help if they are suffering? One of the reasons is that the abusers are often their own family members. When the abuser is a son or a daughter or perhaps a daughter-in-law, a person may continue to suffer and still not be willing to report that. An elderly man or a woman may not wish to get their family members into legal trouble. Or perhaps they are not even able to report abuse because of captivity. I have written about elder abuse and neglect before. The reason I am bringing this topic up again is because in this episode I wish to focus on a specific group of senior citizens, those who are immigrants. And that's what I want to discuss. The United States of America is a country of immigrants. And among those immigrants, many are elderly people, people in their mid-50s, 60s, 70s, and beyond. Many come to America later in their life, when they are no longer teenagers, and when they have left their 20s and 30s and 40s behind. There are immigrants who have spent a significant part of their life in their country of origin, and they finally get an opportunity to move to the United States, and often with family. They are first-generation immigrants who are seniors. And when they finally arrive in the United States, they face certain challenges. For example, establishing a new career becomes difficult in the senior years. Creating a new social circle with new friends may be difficult also. Blending with the American way of life may not be very easy, but that would also depend on many other factors such as one's English language skills. Therefore, many immigrant seniors look inward rather than outward. While the younger folks can branch out in society through their academic and professional endeavors, and grow a network of friends and colleagues, the seniors may find that hard to accomplish. Meaning, as these senior citizens from other countries settle down in America, they look towards their families more. They look at their kids and grandkids rather than looking to grow a new social network. Many even find it difficult to learn to drive and operate a vehicle in America. And it may not even be about driving in general. For example, in places like India, Pakistan, and Bangladesh, the driver's seat is on the right side of the vehicle, which is completely opposite to what we have here in the U.S. So for anyone who has driven a vehicle for decades in one of those countries, that person may find it nearly impossible to adjust to the opposite side here in America. And that's just one example. So in the process, many first-generation elderly immigrants essentially become homebound in America and they end up facing loneliness. Regardless of how educated they are, regardless of how much of professional success they had in their countries of origin, regardless of their wealth, regardless of how wide their social networks were in their original homeland, many immigrant seniors experience 
solitude and idleness after coming to America. The fact that they have left their roots behind may add to the difficulty of integrating with the people and the culture in a new country. I have seen many immigrant families here, a lot of people from Bangladesh, India, and Pakistan, and other parts of um, Southern Asia. I am from South Asia, and so that's, that's the example I use. I have seen people in immigrant-heavy states like New York and Illinois, as well as in Wisconsin, and I can speak from my own observation and knowledge. Now, going back to the issue of elder abuse and neglect, let me say this very clearly. Family is the most important factor for elderly first-generation immigrants here in America. Life can be a bed of roses if they have loving families, or life can be extremely hard and full of abuse and neglect if people do not have loving families. Think about an elderly man and woman, a husband and wife, walking in a city park until late in the evening in the summer. Sounds pleasant, right? What could be more relaxing than spending time with your spouse, talking about life, remembering the old days, while strolling in a beautiful green park during the warm summer evenings? As you wait and summer turns to fall, and the elderly couple is still seen walking in the park every day until it gets dark, you think, what's really going on here? In reality, this elderly couple lives with their son and daughter-in-law in their house. The son has mandated that the parents spend hours every evening outside of the home and do not return until after sunset. While keeping the parents at home, the son wishes to maintain as much distance from the parents as possible. He does not want to see the parents right after coming home from work. Instead, he wishes to spend more time with his wife, and hence this arrangement has been forced on the elderly couple, and they simply comply. This is elder abuse. Imagine an elderly man who speaks only a few words of English. He works in an ethnic grocery store part-time to support himself. But he sees a chunk of money from his paycheck forcibly taken away by his brother, who is significantly younger than him in age. The old man has no other family members in the United States, and he considers his brother to be his only social support. But rather than being a true form of support, the younger brother is an abuser of the old man's finances. Seniors in general are vulnerable. Immigrant seniors may be even more vulnerable to elder abuse if they do not have strong and loving families. Elder abuse is not only a crime against the victim, but it is a crime against nature. Abusing and neglecting an innocent elderly member of the family is a crime against the natural order of life. As our country becomes more diverse with the arrival of immigrants from all over the world, 
we must understand the challenges faced by the elderly immigrants. However, simply understanding and sympathizing will not work. As a society, we must actively take steps to combat elder abuse and to make sure that perpetrators are punished by law. In the immigrant community, identifying cases of elder abuse may be very difficult, as I have tried to explain in this episode. I hope that this podcast episode will serve to raise awareness about this issue. I am passionate about helping seniors. I wish to see all senior citizens live healthy lives in safe communities. I would urge you to share a link to this episode to help me spread the word. Thank you all for listening. Please let me know your thoughts and comments. I hope to be back again with another episode of Explore and Engage with Anand.